24 hours until game time. We're going to go over the matchups of Boston College and Rutgers, who we have winning this game, and everything you want to know for tomorrow's matchup. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope you are ready for tomorrow's matchup between Boston College and Rutgers. We are really excited. We've had five great episodes now of Bot Locked on BC talking all about Saturday's matchup. So you're going to want to make sure that you have checked out everything that we have to offer. All right. So to the purpose of today's show is we're going to go over each positional matchup. So the offense versus the defense, things like that, and give you our edges. This is, this is what you're going to find out. You're going to find out where does BC have the edge? Where does Rutgers have the edge? I'm going to give you my analysis. And I, again, I don't go with just statistics on something like this because there's, you know, if I was to say BC's passing attack and just use last year's uh, passing numbers, they look like they're completely inept, but it's very different, a very different group out there than what we saw last year. So the first segment, we're going to look at Rutgers against BC's defense, and I'll give you my thoughts on that. So the first part is we're going to look at BC, uh, BC's passing attack against Rutgers' uh, quarterbacks and in, in their passing attack. So BC had the third-ranked pass defense last year. Uh, Rutgers, their passing was not very good. Uh, you know, they were near the bottom in the in the – um, Big Ten in terms of passing yards. They, uh, their quarterback Vidral, who we probably will see on um, Saturday, threw seven touchdowns for seven, uh, seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. They, um, you know, they're not the most dangerous, but they have some. They have some weapons. Taj Harris is good. BC third ranked. Okay, yeah, Rutgers was eleventh. They averaged one hundred and seventy-one yards per game. Okay. That being said, there's a piece of Rutgers that is a little bit concerning, and that's their ability to run the ball with their quarterback. And we'll get to that in the rushing rushing component. But just strictly throwing the ball, just strictly throwing the ball, BC has a major edge here. This is a major edge for Boston College, even though I do like what Rutgers has done to improve their passing attack. Getting Sean Ryan, getting Taj Harris, improving that, that, that uh, wide receiver group will make them a little bit more dangerous. But that being said, BC against mediocre to, to below average. I mean, Rutgers is 11th in the ace in the SEC uh, big 10 last year. They're not going to all of a sudden become really good. You know, BC has all has been consistently good against those types of teams. They have been able to shut them down. So I like BC in this one. I think they're going to have the edge here. So give the first edge to Boston college. The second, we're going to look at rushing attack. Now, BC's rushing attack in terms of their defense was not good last year. They could not stop anyone. They allowed 4.5 yards per game. They were not uh, very consistent in terms of, um, you know, any running back, you know, Sean Tucker had a big game against them. Uh, you know, the running backs for some other programs, they, they did really well against BC as well. But again, Rutgers, you look at what they could do on offense and they averaged 3.63 yards per carry. You know, 
I don't, I'm going to come across and, and believe me, I've made this whole week uh, and every single uh, thing I say, I get yelled at by Rutgers fans. And that's okay. This is a Boston college podcast. I'm here to talk to Boston college fans and Rutgers fans want to listen. That's fine too. Looking at the numbers, right? It's a really, really slight edge for, for Rutgers. Rutgers was like 89th in the, in the country in rushing yards. BC was 91st or 92nd against the run. But, you know, they're at home. BC, I still feel that linebacking crew is going to be a major improvement in what we saw last year. And that in itself should make Boston College's rushing defense better than last year. And I, I, I'm going to say it right now. I don't know what Rutgers has done to improve themselves. I don't know, um, you know, what they, you know, maybe there's a guy that has stepped up. I am just going, I'm a Boston College podcast. I am going off what I think and what I see. I think I'm not going to give BC a huge edge here because I still am a little worried about the rushing attack, especially with what v- v- Vidral and I'm, I'm watching his name. I got it wrong on a, on a Rutgers podcast earlier this week. If he can move the ball with his feet too, and BC can't get to the edge and stop him, that's a major issue for me, but I'm going to give BC a slight edge here. I don't think it's a big one, but I think it's, it's enough that BC should have an edge. I trust him. Lokabu. I trust what Jeff Halfley can do. And I just want to remind you today's episode is brought to you by bet online. Bet online has you covered the season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. Now, if you're listening to this, um, I might sound a little different. It's, this is actually, I'm recording this on Friday morning. I stayed up for the backyard brawl last night for Pittsburgh and West Virginia and then fell asleep on the couch and woke up at three in the morning. So <laughs> this, I, I was like, oh crud, I got to get my predictions episode out. So it's out there now for you all. Now in a moment, I'm going to switch sides of the ball for Boston College. They, I'm going to look at how their offense stacks up against a surprisingly good Rutgers defense. We'll get to that in just a moment. Now, in your life, you make choices. And are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst thing that happened? You end up driving below the speed limit. That's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You're not the only person you're putting in danger. You're putting everyone around you. Talk about a buzz kill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high and get a DUI. Locked on Boston College, your AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter. Make sure you do that. And if you are a fan of my work, Eagle Insider right now has an amazing deal. 75% off for an annual subscription to our our site. You get all my insider information, uh, all the premium stuff. You get to talk on our uh, message board and get everything uh, that you want for 75% off. You, you can't beat that. So head over to Eagle Insider right now and become a premium member. That deal is through this weekend. It's to get you ready for the season. So head on over right now. All right. So we're going to switch to the other side of the ball. The offense. And this is where I take last year's statistics and I lightly just toss them in the trash because Dennis Grossell is not the quarterback this year. I saw another site uh, doing a statistical analysis of last year, BC versus last year, Rutgers. And 
I just thought like, okay, that's great. But like, why would you ever use any statistic of that passing attack? Because it was completely pointless. You had a, you know, a broken Phil Dracovic or uh, Dennis Grossell. That's not very helpful in terms of any sort of analysis, in my opinion. But looking at this week, Dracovic's back. He's healthy. He says he's going to play less recklessly. He says that he is 100%. This is a big time for him to figure things out. It's a big time for Dracovic to you know, put himself on that national stage this, you know, this year, I feel like there has to be a chip on this kid's shoulder because you see the top 10 quarterbacks. And I see guys like Anthony Richardson and, and KJ Jefferson and Tyler Van Dyke. And I say, where's Phil Dracovic? What have they done with Phil Dracovic? This is a kid who's six, four who can move. He's got a good arm. And yeah, he's not perfect, but we haven't seen anything out of AR-15 or Anthony Richardson in Florida yet. So don't give me that. And they they haven't got behind guys like Stenson Bennett at Georgia, who I know won a a super, I mean, a national championship. But we're we're talking other other pieces here, folks. I I think this is going to be a special year for Jakovic. Okay. You know, he has a lot of, you know, a lot on the line, both personally and uh, for his future. This is his chance to put together a big season to 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 leave his legacy, which he's talked about is something he wants to do. He has the weapons with him. You know, Zay Flowers is another guy who's got to have a chip on his shoulder because, you, you know, he was on first team all ACC. But again, you look at the list of all the top quarterback uh, running back, wide receivers in the country. He's never on the list of top 10. So they got two guys here that I feel like really have something to prove. You have some solid um, components around him. I'm really interested to see what George Takis can do. You, you can't get through an episode of locked on BC without me talking about tight ends. It's the big joke here. If you haven't done that already, you, you do all that, right? You, you get, and then you add in some really intriguing backup wide receivers, Jaden Williams, Jalen Gill, Joseph Griffin. And you say to yourself, okay, this passing attack should take a massive leap forward. Now, of course, there's a massive question here. What will Dracovic do and handle, and how will he handle pressure if that offensive line struggles? That's the million-dollar question about this Boston College team. I can talk about their defense. I can talk about their passing attack and rushing attack. If that offensive line is bad, none of that matters. Dracovic is going to get flushed out of the pocket. He's going to get hit a lot, which he doesn't want to do. It's going to be a mess. I have said on this podcast that I have just, I and again, what has been my term that I have used for this offensive line for their goals for this year? Serviceable. That's all they need to be is serviceable. And it's a good challenge against Rutgers. Rutgers has a good, uh, they had a good pass rush last year. Now, Mitch Wolf was on earlier this week. Go back and listen to his podcast, uh, his episode on Monday, the one that really got Rutgers fans upset. Uh, he gives his analysis. Uh, they've they've lost a lot of their talent in that pass rush, but I don't. I trust Shiano will figure things out. He's a he's a very good um, defensive coach, so I think they'll have some 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 talent up there. That being said, this is a perfect step up opportunity for BC, an opportunity for the offensive line to say, "Hey, we can do this," um, and I think they will. I think you know I've been on a bunch of uh, ACC pod, uh, not ACC Big Ten podcasts talking about Rutgers. And a lot of Rutgers fans are saying this is going to be a uh, ugly game. I don't think it will be for BC's offense. 
I think BC's offense is going to find some stuff. And I don't think the Rutgers fans are giving him enough credit. Just like Rutgers fans think I'm not giving Rutgers enough credit, which is a whole other story. I think BC's going to be able to find some, some things to do on offense. Um, the BC is for the first time I look at this offense and I say they're well-rounded. So even if Dracovic, who I think should be able to find some things, if he is, is not able to move the ball, we'll get to the, se- the second part in just a moment. They're going to be able to do the right. They're going to be able to run the ball. They're going to have options on how to attack a defense. And I think Jeff Halfley is really excited about that. John McNulty is really excited. Um, but I said it before, Jakovic, I, I, again, one of the, my big keys has been uh, who's going to cover Zay Flowers. Now, every Rutgers fan is telling me Max Melton's going to be able to shut down Zay Flowers. And I've been told I'm an idiot for not knowing that. Um, Max Melton in his 62 uh, pro football focus grade is going to shut down Zay Flowers. I am not doubting Max Melton is talented. I am saying that you need an elite cornerback to shut down Zay Flowers, to completely wipe him out of the game. And no, no, this is not me doubting Max Melton. I'm just saying he's not elite yet. So prove it to me. Show me that. I don't, I haven't seen it yet. I don't think it's going to happen. So uh, Zay Flowers is a major problem for teams this year. When you have Dracovic throwing him the ball and not Dennis Grossell, it's a major difference in what he can do. Dennis Grossell, I don't have to tell BC fans this. You saw it last year. He couldn't get the ball to him if he tried. And it was it was painful to watch. The poor kid just, just didn't have the arm strength to do it. Jakovic has everything. He has that. He has the touch to throw it deep. And Zay Flowers has the, the speed to distance himself against corners. So I like I like BC's chances here. I think BC has the edge. And then the running attack. BC's rushing attack last year was good. And I have said before that they deserve a lot of credit because they did it against stacked boxes. It was like the old Adazio uh, situation where defenses were like, yeah, good luck running the ball because we ain't respecting your your, op- your passing attack. And why should they? Des Grossell couldn't really do anything. So Rutgers last year, again, I'm just going to use their statistics from last year. They allowed uh, 1,800 yards. They were ninth in their conference in rushing uh, defense. BC, they were much better, you know, against uh, when they were running the ball. They were, um, excuse me, they were, they were ninth as well. Excuse me, I apologize. They averaged 4.11 yards per carry. But again, I go back to, Rutgers has a new linebacking group. They lost most of their linebackers. BC has a new offensive line. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give BC an edge here again, though. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, the comment section is going to kill me. And I don't honestly, I don't care because this is what I believe. Pat Garwo is good. He's very good. He ran for a thousand yards last year against those stack boxes. I think BC has an edge here, and that's what I'm sticking with. I think they're going to be able to find the the run, and because if if Rutgers starts focusing on the run. What is BC going to be able to do? They can throw the ball. They'll find Jalen Gill. They'll find George Takis, their tight end. They'll find Zay Flowers. So I think BC will have an edge in the pat in the rushing game too. Now, in a moment, you've been waiting for it. I'm going to give you my predictions for Saturday's game. We'll get to that in just a moment. This is Locked On Boston College. If you like our podcast, if you are a fan of our network, 
This is your second chance to check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts on the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting edge angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. This is the big moment here. You have been asking me all along, what is my predictions? If you've listened to some of the Rutgers predict uh, shows that I've been on, I've kind of given out already, but I don't know if many of you listen to it. So I'm going to throw it out here. So I have already gone through position by position and I've given the edge to BC. And again, I a lot of it is my analysis. I've looked at what they can do and I am not poo-pooing what Rutgers can do. This is going to be a big game for them. I said it was a Super Bowl before. Maybe it's not, but I've said, I will say it's a reasonable way to to think of it because Rutgers could really start their season off at a positive moment with some positive momentum if they win this game. And it's a re- old school opponent with two coaches that know each other. You know, Shiano knows Halfley. They have coached together for years, you know, at Rutgers and at Tampa. There's a lot of connections between these two programs. I think that's what makes it a kind of a fun matchup. And, and of course, there's the Big East matchup between the two of these. These are two teams that were in uh, the Big East together. Now, BC has an 11-game winning streak against Rutgers going all the way back to 1995. And for many of you that are in college right now, that was before you were even born. So you've never even seen Rutgers beat BC. This is at home. It's during Labor Day, which it could be a hit or miss for the Eagles. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're at uh, – Alumni Stadium on a Labor Day weekend. It's a little quiet, but the students will all be there, I'm sure. And I think I think it'll be a good crowd. I'll be there. I'm, this is my one game a year that I actually attend um, as not in the press box. Mitch Wolf, our uh, great writer, is going to be covering the game. I'm going to watch it with my family because, you know, I have a bunch of BC grads in my family. We really want to go. My son is dying to see if Jeff Halfley will use a shirt cannon, which I'm trying to, you know, he did it during the spring game. I'm like, Miles, you know, he's not going to do it during a regular game. Anywho, this game, when I when I put everything together, throw all of the factors together, what do I see? It's a seven and a half point spread. Seven, it's actually creeped back to seven on some of the sites. I think if I was a betting man, and I can be at times, I would put, I would bet for BC here. I think this is more than a seven point spread. And here's why. I think Rutgers could see some defensive success at first. I mean, you watch some of these games, right? You watched the Pitt and West Virginia game last night, and it was a defensive ugly game. Oh, it's ugly to start the game. There was just no one was doing anything, and the defense is kind of – defensive usually has that momentum to start. But then what happens? The teams get their feet underneath them, and they figure things out. So my thought, it's going to take maybe take a little bit for both teams to kind of get things going here, that, you know, you see – you know, Rutgers defense, make a big stop or get a sack. They maybe there'll be an error on BC's offensive line, but then I, I expect BC to kind of hit the gas. And, and my biggest thing here is I do not see Rutgers having an offensive answer to what BC can do on offense. Vidral, if they go with Wimsad or the third quarterback there, you throw them all in the same bucket right now. I mean, they're all, um, you know, unproven and a little raw. And that against a an offense that if it's clicking, and I think it will, 
could put up points. Now, I am not going to go down the Mitch Mitch Wolf route and pick BC to win by 28. I, that Mitch on Monday show picked BC to win by 28. And again, the Rutgers fans got their ha- their their uh, hackles in a bunch. I think BC is going to win by 14. I think BC will win around 14 to 17 points. Um, and I think there's good opportunity for some scoring here. And BC is going to show that they're not, you know, that they're a little bit ahead of where Rutgers is. And again, I do like what the Scarlet Knights have done. You know, Greg Shiano is a perfect hire for this program. I just think they're like a year or two. If you play this game in 2025, 2024, Rutgers could be in a whole different spot, especially with that money situation that's going on with the Big Ten. I think they could be a different spot. I just think they're like one year behind. And, um, you know, that quarterback situation, I think, is the bigger issue here. So that's my predictions. On uh, Over the weekend, you'll get all my analysis up on Eagle Insider. You will get um, a locked-on episode for Monday morning. I'm going to have everything. So make sure to follow me on all your social media. I'm at AJBlack underscore BC. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see right there. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Speaking of subscriptions, go to Eagle Insider right now and get that 75% off deal. Become a premium member. We have analysis of games, analysis of, you know, all the roster stuff. And I have, uh, you know, all the recruiting information plus a message board with tons of premium information on it. 75% off for the year. It is less than a cup of coffee a month. Like it is dirt cheap. Get in there and get that deal right now. All right. We'll be back on Monday. Can't wait to talk about this game. College football is back, folks. We'll see you again soon.